Korg Akka. It's the 30th of October 2022. So for us, having been born into this life, it's not easy. Not easy to gain the body of a human. And then just to be born, it's already quite a struggle. And then having been born already, having faith, sata, this belief in the Buddhasasana, and also meeting with the teachings of the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, this is very difficult. So these days, um, we still have these teachings of the Buddha, but there are huge numbers of people who have no interest in those teachings. They don't have faith. They don't try to um, study those teachings to become Buddhist. And perhaps we are born into a Buddhist country or maybe somewhere else. Uh, but even the people born into Buddhist countries, it's not everyone who actually has interest in Buddhism or in the teachings of the Buddha. And maybe many of those people think that it's just the duty of the monks to practice the Dhamma, to practice following the teachings of the perfectly self-awakened Buddha. And they just go to a monastery um, following the customs, the tradition of the country that they're in, just going on the important days of the Buddha's calendar. So like the day of the Buddha's birth and awakening and passing into uh, total Nibbana, which is one day. And then the day that the Buddha gave the first sermon and the day that he gave the Awadapadimoka sermon. And they go to the monastery and circumambulate um, there but they may not have much respect, or that respect just comes from the customs um, of that country, and they may not be very restrained, very collected while they're doing that. And so the merit that they receive from that, it's not much. The teachings of the Buddha, in order to put them into practice, they really go against the heart really kind of aggravate the minds of people. Because this Dhamma, the people who are interested in that Dhamma, they know that in order to practice it, they need to go against their hearts, need to um, go against the, the stream or the flow of their hearts. But for the most part, people having been born from that point, they just follow their minds, they follow their hearts. And that's why in countries, in society, we need laws um, so that people living in those uh, societies can live together. But in terms of the teachings of the Buddha, the Buddha, he never forced anyone. But he laid down these teachings for the benefit of the people. And so there were teachings that he laid down for all different kinds of people. 
So the laity, for example, taught how to live in society. And he taught about um, associating with others and finding friends. That we need to have mindfulness and wisdom about the kinds of friends that we associate with. Being cautious about those friends who invite us to go out at night and to go to various shows or to gamble. Because these are the friends that will take us uh, to being ill at ease. And this is very dangerous. But this is what a lot of people in society do. They gather together in large groups um, for these purposes. And then maybe a lot of people can die uh, because of that. But in their hearts, they think that what they're finding is happiness. They're seeking out that happiness. But it's not happiness that comes from peace of heart. It's not the kind of happiness that comes from being generous or being virtuous or listening to the Dhamma. But this is what most people are like before they meet with the teachings of the Buddha. But then when they really meet with suffering in their lives and the cause of suffering, then they can enter more deeply um, into the teachings of Buddhism. So when we practice, we do so for the sake of peace of mind. And then when we gain that, we see more clearly the great value that the Dhamma has. Because we see for ourselves the results of our practice, the results that come from being generous and virtuous and from cultivating the mind. And that these can really be kind of a foundation for our hearts. So people who have faith like this, they're very difficult to find. They're not many. Having been born and meeting with the teachings of the Buddha, this is something that's very difficult to do. And so in the various countries that uh, we live in, um, for the most part, most people don't have much faith. But for those who do, it shows that they have a lot of barami, a lot of accumulated spiritual virtues. And that they have this faith to enter into Buddhism, to consider themselves as being Buddhist, to have this respect in the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. It shows that they've got a lot of merit, a lot of barami. So for us practitioners, we have a good opportunity. So we need to consider and ask ourselves, why were we born? What were we born for? And where are we going to go? There was an arahant who had great wisdom. And he asked those questions. He asked, who am I? And this I, who is that? And when he found out the answer, then he attained to arahantship. And that was because his mindfulness and wisdom was already complete. So we should consider these questions ourselves. Ask ourselves, why were we born? 
What's the purpose of this life? What would be born for? And if we're born and we just have this greed, hatred and delusion, and we follow that, and then our lives end in death, then not much benefit at all has come from this life. Being born and have this delusion, lost in me and mine, <clears throat> considering everything to be me, belong to me. But in the end, we're not able to take any of that with us. And we can see how the time has passed by in this life already. It goes by very quickly, maybe 40 years, 50 years. And so we should consider just how fast this life goes past. And it's not just the days and the nights that pass by. It may be also the three months of the rains retreat has gone by already, and then it's now 20 days after the end of the rains. We're having many katina ceremonies, and people may even travel around the country or to different countries attending the different katina ceremonies there. But then the katina season ends, and then soon it's the end of the year. But we still have some time remaining in this life. So we need to use that to contemplate, to reflect, and to you know, seek out. And not just allow this body to grow old without cultivating any goodness for our hearts. And we need to use this time to create goodness as well. For the people who have hearts of faith in the teachings of the Buddha, they will be really intent in doing good deeds. But in order to do that, they need merit to be interested in that, to be set on that, need barami as well. And so having this merit in this barami, we need to persist with our efforts, setting our hearts on creating goodness, on cultivating these minds, making them better and better, higher and higher, and bringing the mind to greater and greater levels of purity. And so to what level do we need to bring the mind to purity? Well, it's to the level where there's no me, that I'm not there. There's no person who attains to the Dhamma. It just doesn't exist. It's just Buddha, this heart of awakening, this nature of awakening. The Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, they gather together as one thing. In this, at this point, it's pure emptiness. And it's an emptiness, a purity, that's devoid of people. There's no person who enters into Nibbāna, no one who attains or reaches that state. So Nibbāna exists, but the person who enters into Nibbāna doesn't exist. If there's still people there, or if there's someone who enters into that state, it shows that that's not Nibbāna. It shows us that that's not a pure emptiness. So in order for this to be, well, we need to reach the level where it's the purest emptiness, where it's the most subtle, the most refined, 
and to the point where there's no one who enters into that state. And so when we gain an understanding like this, we see that that at this level it's a purity there, it's a pure Nibbāna. And when that's the case, then the heart, it needs to be pure as well. And to only have purity. And the Buddha taught the path to this, to reaching this purity. It's to abandon all evil or unwholesome things, to give rise to skillfulness, and to make the mind bright. Bright and good and pure. And we do that through having mindfulness, sati, and sampajanya, this clear awareness, and cultivating that. And then when our minds have this, and it turns into samma sati, this right mindfulness. So we should try to cultivate this and practice in line with this. And if we do so, then we will know the Dhamma and see the Dhamma. So may you set your heart on this. <laughs>